it's time for another edition of the first day of the rest of our lives podcast. Today, your hosts, Leanne Hello and Michael Govier, talk about reflection, reviewing previous guests that have been on the show over the last several episodes. The two also take inventory of their own show and their own lives, while at the same time examining a better way forward. Because tomorrow is not the first day of the rest of our lives. That starts right now. We really are pleased that you could return and join Michael Govier and Leanne Hello for the first day of the rest of our lives. It's the first day of the rest of our lives podcast. I am Michael Govier and joined by my co-host, as always, Leanne. Hello, Leanne. What is going on in the world today? All kinds of stuff. Mine's been pretty boring, but in the world, there's a lot going on. <laughs> how are you? Yeah. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah. I'm excited. Glad to be back on the pod. It's the first time we haven't had a guest in uh, about a month, yeah. three weeks or so. We thought we would take a, a, a break from the guests who have been wonderful to kind yes, of reflect on you. what we've learned and explore. And basically, this episode will focus on reflection. Okay, so we're going to look back at our guests and we're going to reflect on ourselves and the podcast as a whole. This is like an inventory day. Do you ever give yourself an inventory? Do you ever stop and say, what am I doing? Where are things going? That's what we're kind of focusing on today. And if you have great ideas, please share them. Firstdaypod at protonmail.com. Send us an email. Check in with us. Jenny, are you out there? We miss you. Haven't heard from you in a little bit. I wonder where she's at. Yeah. I miss all of our emailers. We'd love to get an email. It makes Leanne's day, too. And when Leanne's happy, it makes me happy. So (laughs) please make her happy. Send us an email. Mm. Or you could DM us on Instagram, firstdaypod. We do a couple of lives on Instagram Tuesday nights right after we record the show. So mm-hmm. we'll do one right after this, Leanne. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do one on Thursday nights at... Did 9 o'clock. Nine? We're staying at 9 now? We're just going to stay at 9, yeah. I don't go to bed early well, you, anyway. <laughs> you did want to go to bed earlier. That was a good thing. Yeah. So what and happened? Then, uh, I don't know. I just... Maybe we'll get into it in the podcast. I'm not sure. Well, I'm asking you right now. We don't have to wait for anything. I just don't do it. I need to get committed. I need to make it a priority. Are you I need tired to... right now? No, actually, I'm not. I had a good night's sleep last night. Well, great. So you got your sleep then. Yeah, but I didn't get to do anything in the morning before I went to work. So oh. that's where that's where it is. I can get the sleep, but I can't get any of the like me time in or the workout time in before. So... Uh, yeah. Uh, well, me time's important. Mm-hmm. Morning time. Do you like to stretch? Maybe have a cup of joe? Neither. <laughs> I actually want to get in. When you did the, uh, you did a challenge last week or the week before about stretching every day. That was great. Yeah. I don't stretch at all. So I want to start getting into that. I think it'd be really good. Um, I've started yoga, but um it's kind of the same thing ish of course it is there's strength more strength involved but it's certainly flexibility and strength are two key aspects of yoga Hmm. yeah and then coffee i don't do coffee 
I, I haven't know. in like two years, but I'm really, it's funny that you brought it up because I'm really starting to think that maybe I want to get back into it. I just don't see it being a negative. It's It didn't ruin your life, you know? It's your life. See, for those that don't know, Leanne was really into coffee and she's basically quit it since I've been with her again, mm-hmm. you know, since last September. And I drink coffee on occasion as a morning pick-me-up. I don't enjoy the flavors. I don't know jack squat about style, you know, African coffee, South American coffee, Arabic coffee. I don't know anything about that stuff. All I know is it's black and I drink it black. Mm-hmm. Leanne was a big time Starbucks-er. Uh, what do they call people that go to Starbucks? Starbucksies? Starbucksers? Sure. I have no idea. I have no idea. But um, yeah, I I was a big, yeah, I went to Starbucks a lot, but I was actually getting into it where I was just making it at home black. And I would like, I would crave, I remember I had this one meeting for Women Council of Realtors and we would meet one Thursday morning every month. And I looked forward to that meeting so much because they had the best coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. They literally like all month would be thinking, oh God, I can't wait to get to that. And it was just a conference center, but they had the best coffee ever. Um, I never really got into the coffee though at Starbucks. I'd always be into like their their drinks, but never just their coffee. But anyway, I'm thinking about getting back into it. I think you should. I think it'll give you a pep in your step. And generally, it's considered good. It can be a good, as you know, a laxative of sorts to kind of move the bowels. If Mm -hmm. uh, that's ever an issue for anyone, not that it would be. but Which is always an issue for me. If we're going to get real, that's why I'm thinking about getting into it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, But the thing, the reason why I got out of it, and I've been out of it for two years, I think two and a half years. Um, the reason why I got out of it is because I didn't want to be addicted to it. And I didn't want like it to be controlling my, it, cause it was, I was always thinking about it. And, uh, it was like, it was more in control of me than I was in, of it. Um, and the other part of it is that I didn't like, so you know that I have a really hard time with like regulating my sleep and, uh, like listening to my body when I'm tired. So I wouldn't listen to my body when I was tired. I'd just be like, oh, it just means I need more coffee. Mm, no, no, probably you need sleep. So I'm just worried about going down that kind of trail again where I like stop sleeping and just getting more coffee and like that'll get me through. So we'll see. Maybe You know how the uh, American Society of Addiction Medicine defines addiction? No, I do not. Please share. Well, addiction is a treatable chronic medical disease involving complex interactions among brain circuits, genetics, the environment, and an individual's life experiences. People with addiction use substances or engage in behaviors that become compulsive Mm -hmm. and often continue despite harmful consequences. So I'd like to know, what were the harmful consequences of drinking coffee? For me? Yeah. Uh, the biggest one is that I was just not sleeping because I was using that as my go-to. But you've had a revelation. Yeah, but I don't know if I would, I still haven't fixed my sleeping. Mm. And that's like, so between the, the, what it will do for my staying regular and the sleep part of it, it's really like, it's going to be too close of a call for me to get back into it just so then I like don't have to sleep as much. And I can just like, you know, get that pep in my step without eight hours. Maybe I can do like five hours plus the mm. coffee. I'll be okay. You're not alone. You know how many people battle with coffee? The battle of coffee, I think, is an under 
tone of North American society, all mm-hmm. societies, really. You're a Canadian. I'm an American. Mm-hmm. And we both have drank or currently drink coffee. But it's never consumed me in a way where I felt it was a negative for me because I never relied on it more than just that morning jolt. Like mm. I've never had a four o'clock pick me up. You know, five hour energy was created as a way to like, hey, you don't have to drink coffee. You can just have a quick five hour energy shot at four o'clock in the afternoon to get you through that post lunch haze or, you know, maybe you're eating too much food. Maybe that's your post lunch haze, you know, mm-hmm. not you, but just people who are doing that. Mm-hmm. You have to, people have to look at the other attributes that affect their metabolism, their moods, and then make a proper decision. I don't want to blame coffee for everybody's troubles, but I certainly know many, many people in my personal life. My brother had a constant battle with coffee. Like he loved it, but then he hated it, but then he kept mm-hmm. going back to it. And when he quit it, he'd get headaches and you know yeah. things like that. It definitely has some, it's not like, you know, withdrawing from opioids or something, but no. if you quit coffee, if you're a hardcore drinker for three, five years, you'll get headaches and it'll be mm-hmm. irritable for a couple of days, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that it did was um, I struggle with how much water I need to drink in a day. Like uh, I really I, – it's a constant effort for me to get my water in. And then I was drinking coffee, which is a diuretic. So it was like I actually had to have more water to combat unless that's a myth. But I don't think it is. I think it's actually – Those who don't know, Leanne cares so much about everybody else and so much less for her own self that she forgets to drink water, a basic <laughs> fundamental need. A little insight yeah. into this wonderful woman. She's so <laughs> loving. You're so loving to everybody else. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm here, though, to help. That's why me and Leanne are always here together to support each other and be there for each other on the first day of the rest of our lives, which is right now. It started. Mm-hmm. That's one mm-hmm. thing we've learned right from our last month or so, right? Yeah, that's a big one, actually. I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Because we were always, we started this as tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. But really, it's that's not true. I mean, it is, but then it like gives us the excuse or the like, uh, like the bailout for today. It's like, oh, especially with like if we're doing it, if we're doing it for food, that's where I get into my trouble. It's like, no, I'm gonna start being healthy tomorrow, and so tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. So today, I better clear out the pantry of anything that's good there that'll be. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so gain five pounds the day before you start instead of just starting right now, making the right decisions right now. Yeah, add five more pounds to the challenge. <laughs> yeah. It's all part of the experience is trying to cram in that last final farewell. And then tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. But that's not the way to do it. I think no. you and I have both learned mm-hmm. right now. It happens right now. Mm-hmm. So Constant ch- choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if you love coffee... If you hate coffee, send us an email, firstdaypot at protonmail.com. We'd love to hear your coffee battles, your coffee experiences. Uh, tell us where to get a great cup of joe. Just share a place that you love to go to when coronavirus wasn't here and you could just snuggle up with your laptop in a comfy sweater in the dead of winter in Michigan or Canada and enjoy a nice cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. That's not happening right now. In the meantime, though, beyond coffee, reflection. So reflecting upon our guests, we had three wonderful guests mm-hmm. last month, and it all started with Danielle Salinger, mm-hmm. a wonderful woman who speaks her mind. It's not super, dynamic. super dynamic. Super mm-hmm. dynamic. 
What's that mean? It's just she's got so much to offer. Like when she was coming in, I thought it was going to be kind of, uh, I mean, I knew it was going to be great, but I didn't know she was going to be able to talk and touch on so much and have so much like breadth of knowledge in, in all the areas. Yeah, I knew that she could go in a lot of different directions when we were courting her. We mm -hmm. courted her as a guest. It was lovely. Mm -hmm. She accepted our rose and she came aboard and we sailed off together on a quite a mission. It was quite a journey. We talked about a lot of <sighs> honest mental health topics, you know, sexual mm -hmm. assault, uh, sexual abuse, uh, neglect, suicide. Her suicide prevention plan still one thing that resonates with yeah. me we both discussed that after the fact she had it detailed and laid out and organized and people don't like to talk about suicide maybe you're turning this off now because i just brought it up but i'm not going to turn our backs on what's really going on out there especially in a time like this where people were feeling isolated or lonely there are so many different ways that people could be in the throes of suicidal ideation mm -hmm. some people lose their medication they get cut off. You know, I was listening to this podcast. I sent it to you before the show. It's really got me hooked. Uh, it's a called Painkiller. It's on Spotify. Oh, okay. It's a seven or eight episode show from Vice News. And it's all about fentanyl. And as a person in recovery from opioids, I, I guess I just gobble that stuff up. I just can't get enough of it. I love listening to stories or reading about people's stories and People kill themselves because they get their medication cut off. They don't know what else to do. So they end their lives because the pain becomes so unbearable from either the pain they're living with that they needed the medicine for in the first place oh. or the pain of not being able to deal with that pain or withdrawal from the medication. That is a psychological nightmare as well as a physical nightmare depending on medication. And people just end their lives because of it. It's and with coronavirus going on, a lot of people got cut off because there was this period going on back in March, April, where there was the, hey, may it better stock up on your medication, stock up now. But you can't stock up on certain narcotics because they're regulated so heavily by the government. Mm, wow. Hmm. So Danielle was really helpful in creating plan. A suicide prevention plan is probably something you don't think you'll ever need. But... If you're there, it might be too late. It might be best to already have something in plan. Mm -hmm. You can never have too much support. That's what I've learned from a, a therapist recently. Yeah. It's kind of like insurance. Like you hope that you never need it, but it's good that it's there when you do. You know, once your house is burning down, it's too late for you to get the insurance. So, yeah, that's a great point. I think we all kind of need it. If you've ever had, if you've ever even thought about it, which I think I don't know. Like, I feel like that's something that probably has crossed everybody's mind. Um, but it's just to what degree. And if you're the type of person that says, oh, well, no, I mean, like, I was just, I just wasn't having a great day. And so, of course, I thought that way, but I would never do it. If you've ever had that even thought, making that plan is probably a really great idea. What episode was that? That was. That was the Danielle Salinger episode? No, episode 13, just if people are looking for it. So scroll back to 13. Oh, and... it has her name on it. Yeah, I didn't remember the number. Lucky yeah. 13. Yeah. Yeah, so what, look into what that. What episode is this? 16. Oh, cool. 16. I love is that it? number. Sweet 16. 16 candles. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> she was wonderful. And I, 
you know, all jokes aside, I'm really glad we got to talk to her. And I'd love to have her on again. We could talk about more stuff. I'm not a parent. You're not a parent. But she's had but, child loss and miscarriages. Those were very powerful tools in learning experiences that she had. Mm-hmm. And I really liked how she talked about how she's raising her kids now. Like that was really, yeah. uh, it actually gave me hope for the future that there's parents out there that are, are, you know, raising good children to be able to think on their own and be ready for the world. It's such a different world than when even we were growing up, which I can't believe that we're old enough to be able to say that. <laughs> are we? But yeah. Um, dude, 30 years ago was a lot, very different than it is now. Hmm. Well, I'll leave that to the experts, Leanne. But what do you think our guests had in common? So we had Danielle Salinger. We had Kevin Spangler, who spoke passionately about Buddhism and goal setting. His 100 Reasons was a part of his royal road of overall goal setting. He seemed to be a big Tony Robbins fan, which you like. Mm-hmm. And then we had last week's guest, Maha mm-hmm. Albarazi. Maha, your friend Maha. Mm-hmm. Who lost a hundred pounds and kept it off? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! Even, she went through that like major motorcycle accident, and then still like that would have been my. It would have been a total. Oh well, doesn't matter. Like now, I'm just going to eat my face off on the couch and not do anything, and I would have lost it. Like there's no way I would have been able to keep that weight off. And she actually she lost part of that weight through that accident. So that was it. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, that was incredible. She she didn't let that deter her. I brought that up in the episode that she was able to continue forward after a motorcycle accident and didn't let her goals get derailed by the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. Yeah. So what do they all have in common, you're asking? Yeah. What do you think they have in common? Do you see any commonalities? Yeah. This? They're all they're all driven. Even when, even when, um, actually, so yeah, they're all driven, but they all, um, they all seem to have a sense of just do it or do it anyway. Like they, they all made it, everything seem so simple, you know, like, like Kevin, he was in and out of jail and homeless and everything. And then, and then in the same breath, he can talk about, now having a business that he has 40 people under him, everything. And it was just kind of like a, just a a very simple, yeah, if you just have the vision, just do it. And same thing with Maha. We were, you know, she went through a lot of steps on how she got to lose the weight and then keep it off, but it really was just do it. And then same thing with Danielle, when she was going through everything, there was no real like, uh, yeah, there there wasn't any kind of like, um, woe is me, you know, that it's just, this is the way that it was. And now I'm, I'm moving forward and learning from that and moving forward. So I guess there's a lot of things for me that seem similar. Danielle definitely had some woe is me. Well, not that put her back though. Put her back? Um. Even like, so there were times that she was like in a very dark place and she should, not that she should have been, but she went through a lot, but she always made strides to make sure that she was able to, um, 
get past where she was, like kind of always be inching forward. Just like when you're saying, and, and I could be wrong, like maybe obviously like interrupt me, but even when she was going through and feeling like she may have an episode, she talked about when her husband and her daughter um, went on a trip and she knew that she wasn't in a good place, that she was, there was a very good possibility that she may, this might be the opportune time for her to take her life. Instead of saying like, oh, okay, well then I'm just going to like kind of sit in that. She was more progressive and said, okay, this is when I like, I need to be thinking about the future and I need to be making steps so then I can get to where I want to be or stay away from where I don't want to be. Staying away. Yeah. I mean, she wallowed in a lot of pain and sadness and she let that happen. So that should never be dismissed. And I, that's no, what I took away from her though. That's, that's my takeaway is that she was human like everybody else and really more human than some people are willing to admit. That was what I liked about her appearance here. Mm. She said, Hey, this sucked. Mm-hmm. I was miserable. I couldn't get out of bed. I've had depression that went on for weeks. But yet I'm a mother and I have to help my kids. But my husband would pick up the slack as best he could. But I still was needed because I created human beings in this world. Mm-hmm. That requires a responsibility that is pretty rare. It's not rare to have kids because anybody can do that, right? What I mm-hmm. think, What I think is rare is actually really dedicating and taking that job as serious as any job you will ever have, any responsibility. It's the most challenging and required. It's absolutely required. Unfortunately, there's millions of children that are born to people who don't see parenting as a requirement, more of just like a an annoyance. <laughs> it sucks. And that's the world we live in. But hey, it's free will, right? People have the right to choose and create and get with whoever they want to get with and the results may vary. And that's why in this podcast that we do, we try to parse out life and figure it out. Why do we do the things we do? What are we doing? As we reflect on this episode and look back at the guests we've had recently and really what the show is about, you know, who are we? What are we doing? What is our purpose? Are, are we benefiting from doing the show in any way? Uh, do we learn about ourselves, Leanne? Do I learn more about you? I mean, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. For those who don't know, we're together. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. and we're we're in love. Aww. We As seen, they say, <laughs> they say, yeah, that's what they say. And we haven't seen each other since February. It's been a long time. Yeah, March first actually was the last day. Okay, fine. Which, well, I just really like it because it's such a round, easy number to remember. Because if March it was 1st. anything other, then I probably won't remember. Okay, March first. I'll lock that in my brain. Good job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me. <laughs> but March 1st was the last time that we saw each other's cheeks, saw each mm-hmm. other's eyes, made eye contact, and mm-hmm. had our last kiss. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while since our last kiss. There's that song called The uh, Last Kiss. It's not about this. I don't think it's about this kind of situation. It's a good cover by Pearl Jam, actually. Mm. But for us, the pandemic has actually created a learning opportunity which is so fascinating mm-hmm. we haven't seen each other since march 1st and you would think that sucks and it kind of could break a relationship in a sense but we've actually gained a lot of valuable insights from each other isn't that right 
Sure. No, I was joking. (laughs) (gasps) Absolutely. It has. How dare you? No, for sure. Yeah. It's individually. I think we've learned a lot about ourselves. And then as a couple, yeah, it's been, it's been huge. Like I know you and uh, both of us. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it's been a blessing definitely in disguise. So one of the other things that I learned, uh, we've been doing the, um, seven day challenge. And that's been kind of like a um, work in progress. And so in the beginning, it was like really exciting. And there were a lot of people that were doing it. And um, we were, you know, on the posts and people were chiming in every day. And so it was really good. And then now we're like, I don't know, week seven, maybe like it's been a lot. Um, But it's kind of like, People aren't really trying, like they're not checking in every day and it's kind of like, you know, once every couple of days or maybe like once at the end of the week and they're like, yeah, you know, I did the thing or I didn't do the thing or whatever. And so I'm realizing that um, the texting, you've always said this and like during our relationship and stuff. That's why like we've been doing video, you and I chatting every day, um, every single day and um it makes a huge difference. So this texting, we had like a group chat kind of thing that we were doing that we were checking in on. It's just not the same. It's so easy just to like, oh, I just didn't do it. So now we're starting, we're going to do a, a mastermind every Sunday morning uh, from 830 to 930 in the morning. And uh, it's going to be like a, it's going to be a, a four week Uh, We'll keep doing it like every four weeks, but um, every week we're going to meet and it's going to be a deep dive into like getting massive results because I, it's the same idea of tomorrow's the first day of the rest of our lives. And then we realize we can't, we got to do it right now. This is all that we have. Um, Doing the seven day challenge, picking one thing, it was nice. Um, But that's not what this is all about. Like we can do that on our own. Like we can pick one thing and do it on our own. If we really want to make massive action in our life and get massive results, we need to take massive action. And I think we're going to need the accountability for that. And I know for me, I'm veering on to, I'm going to be 40 in eight and a half weeks. (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. There's so much that I want to do even just before that to prepare myself for. Before you turn 40? Before I turn 40. Yeah. Okay. Well, get it done. Hurry up. Yeah. So that's what this is going to be. So everything's like kind of an evolution through this whole thing. Um, but that's what I've learned about myself is that I need to, I really do work. I, I do work better when I have bigger goals and tighter timelines. Yeah. Tighter timelines are great for you. You don't like, you don't like to plan, which is odd, but you really thrive when there is a plan. It's very strange. Yeah. Make any <laughs> sense. Who are you? I, I do. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I've, I've always been like that. All my, even my travel, like all of my overseas travel, I don't think I've ever spent like a whole lot of time planning any part of the travel, but then it's nice. Like once I get there that like things are kind of like put into play, you know what I mean? Like I'm happy that they're, they're there, that I did take a little bit of time, but I don't, I went to Europe and I packed the same day. I was just like, oh, okay, well that's it. So I'm not really like, I'm not a big planner, but I do, I do see the benefit to it. And right now, um, in order for me to be able to do these and even to do these like bigger things, I think I need to get 
a concrete plan in place and a um, uh, strategy of how I'm going to achieve it. So you were mentioning the seven-day challenge. We do it every Wednesday, but it gets Mm -hmm. difficult because I have a hard time deciding what to do. And that sounds really lame. There's plenty of things I should be working on. But I'm already working on certain things. I guess I could just cram them in. You know, I tried, I'm eating a certain style of food only. That's already part of my routine. Mm-hmm. I, I work out six days a week. So that's already locked in. So I could just make that a part of a seven day challenge and kind of cop out. But the ones that we've done was the seven days of stretching, which I loved. But then when mm-hmm. the seven day challenge ended, I kind of faded out of it. I did it like mm-hmm. two or three more times, but I lost the mojo. Yeah. And then you, you had, did that with meditation too, didn't you? Yeah, same thing. I totally. St- I've done that twice. We did that back in April when we tried to mm-hmm. do the sixty-six day challenge. We've done mm-hmm. a lot of different days of challenge. <laughs> yeah, but we're still doing the seven-day challenge every Wednesday, and you're always. No, welcome. I think we're going to stop that. Oh, we're stopping that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we're, we're no longer doing the, the seven-day challenge every Wednesday. <laughs> it was a great run, and uh, we'll miss it too. We'll miss it. Yeah, I don't know. If you want, we can continue no, doing it. No, but no, I really no, no, do no, no, think no. that the mastermind is going to be the way to do it. And I was going to do um, the mastermind as being an eight-week thing um, to get us through the entire summer. But then I thought, no, because you know what's going to happen. Do it for four weeks that the people that are in it commit to four weeks. And then um, that way we can do it again, start it again in August and do another four weeks kind of thing. Because what needs to happen is like with the book club, the book club, we put the, we put the schedule out and then whoever wants to come on, if they're not there at the first week or the second week, catch up with the reading and then just come in on the third week. It doesn't matter. But with this mastermind, it really needs to be a committed group of people because we're going to be committed to staying on top of each other to get all of those goals done. So, um, commitment to excellence. Yeah. Truly. Mastermind. Tell people what mastermind is. Maybe they don't know what it is. So a mastermind, I don't know who created it, but basically it's, um, you can kind of think of it as if you're in the corporate world and you know that you have like Monday morning meetings that everybody gets together. It's basically that. So you get a group of people together and um, you're kind of all focused into uh, the same path. So for this, it's going to be... um, we're going to have our, our kind of goals that we want to achieve by the end of this four weeks. And we're going to stay committed. So all of our goals will be different, obviously, but we're all in the pursuit of achieving that. And so during that meeting, it's going to be, it's a brainstorming meeting where, you know, if I'm struggling with something, somebody else might have some information to be able to help me through it. Um, I've been doing masterminds for quite a few years. Uh, one that I've kept going is with Sierra. She's in our book club. You've met her. Wonderful, wonderful woman. And um she's on we our get Instagram together. lives all the time. Every yeah, Thursday she, night or Tuesday night. Yeah. She, yeah. She's very, very, very committed. She's a wonderful she's doing so many things and she's so young. Um and you would think we're like so old. Well, hey, you know, she's like 15 years younger than us. And we could very easily say, oh, well, what does she have to offer? Because she's so young. I love meeting with her because she thinks very fresh and she has, and she has different, um, experiences. And so I love it because if I'm having, you know, a problem with achieving something, 
she'll tell me, oh, well, did you, did you think of this? Or have you seen this app or through the week, even if like we meet once a week, but through the week, she'll be like, oh, I saw this here. That might help you with that one goal and send me like information. I do the same thing with her. Wonderful. And that's what this week, this weekly meeting with the mastermind for first day pod is going to be. So then we can all stay accountable and it can't be too big right now. I think we have five people that are doing it, I'm going to max out at 10. So if you want to be a part of it, then um, please join us. But it really needs to max out because we need to be able to have these meetings in an hour and everybody be able to say what they need and get the information that they need so then we can kind of drive forward. Uh, if we have Bob, too many people, people be a part of it. So just DM us. Come on our Instagram or email us. You First can day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod on Instagram. Yes. Um, so any of those Twitter, anywhere that you're at, um, let us know and then we'll get you involved. It's going to be a zoom meeting and I'll give you the link and yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be super powerful. Like I know for sure, because the people that are in it right now, um, I know that they're super committed and they're super giving too. So they're going to be helping you along the way kind of thing. And this isn't a matter of spoon feeding you or holding your hand through it. It's about giving you uh, insight that we see, but then we're all going to have the autonomy to do it that week. And then we check in on the Sunday and say, you know, like you said, get the inventory, see what actually happened that week. So I'm super, super excited about it. Mastermind folks, join us. We do the book club every Monday night at eight o'clock PM Eastern time. Mm -hmm. We just started a brand new book yesterday, which was Monday, mm -hmm. July 6th, 2020. Mm -hmm. It's called White Fragility. And we're very excited about doing it. And it's an honest book about white people and talking about race and their place in society in the United States mm -hmm. within being white and talking to other people about race, other white people, not, not going to black people for assistance on racial issues. You know, there's mm -hmm. a conversation that has to happen within the white community and whites are, you know, everybody knows what white people are. European heritage, mostly white people. So it's it's going to be interesting. We only just did the debut last week and Leanne ran a wonderful meeting. She taught us about all the rules of the book because there's a lot of guidelines that the author created. So mm -hmm. if you want to join us on the next book club. Mm -hmm. How would they do that, Leanne? Same thing. DM us or email us. And first day um, pod at .com, first day pod on Instagram and Twitter and Twitter. Um, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And just uh, let us know and then we'll get you the zoom link. We'll hook you up with the, we've got a group uh, message on Instagram, like a, a group chat that we've got going on. And what that's really good for is any information that we have that we give. Uh, like Mike was saying, there's the, um, the book, uh, kind of guidelines. That's a document it's in there, you know, um, and we give whatever information that we have directly there. So then you guys can have it all in one place kind of thing. Our whole point is that we really want to be getting people, the tools, um, and the tips for us really to make the best life and start it right now. Like, like right now is the first day of the rest of our lives. Right it doesn't now. matter what the rest of your day. Truly, truly. Yeah. Like that Van Halen yeah. song or like that Jesus Jones song right now, right here, right now. You remember that? Yeah. Song? No. Oh, if you send, classic. Jesus Jones. If you send it to me, sing it. You want to sing it? Yeah. 
Ew. Oh my God. There's a gross bug on the wall. It's so gross. Oh God. You would no. freak out. It's like, yeah, well, I'm glad I'm not there. Oh, See, another thing like the pandemic. CD. Oh my God. It's so focused. <laughs> it's got like 10 legs, 20 legs. Oh. It looks like it would crawl right in your ear and just live in your brain. Mm, stop. Oh my God. Stop. It's horrible. That's what I think. Okay. Leanne doesn't love bugs, everybody. Um, no. Anyway. I love most things. My mom got married to uh, the second time my mother got married. The first time I witnessed her getting married in 1996, she got married to that song right here, right now by Jesus oh. Jones. They walked down the aisle. The song was called right here, right now. Oh, that song. Wake up from history. Yeah. 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 That was the song. Oh, I know that song. She strutted down the aisle in her gown so confident. And then six years later, that marriage was over. Isn't that oh, funny? That was- yeah. Marriage is such a hey. fickle thing. You never know. You roll the dice and you do the best you can. Heck, we'll probably get married one day and we'll roll the dice and see what happens. Uh-huh. Right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, we're going to get married one day. No, listen. If we were having this conversation in like relationship 1.0, then it'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, well, but no, we know that this is going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, of course we do. That's what I'm saying. I'm reinforcing uh, your point. Yeah. So inventory. Yeah, I'm pretty inventory is inventory. Interesting. I was walking on my walk today, my usual stroll through the streets of Ann Arbor. What's the temperatures there right now? It's hot today. It's 93. There's a roaster, but mm-hmm. it's always hot in my world because we live on a second floor apartment with no air conditioning. It's just hell on earth, mm-hmm. and that's the way it is. So when you go outside, it's the same temperature. Hell, it might even be a couple of degrees cooler outside. So I went for my walk and I was like, so negative. I was like, oh, everything sucks. Like, oh, this is no fun. Nothing's fun. I was saying nothing's fun in my head. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? Why is this happening right now? You know? You should have called me. Well, no, I figured it out. I got about 10 minutes into the walk and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I'm being so selfish right now. Why am I being so selfish? And I realized I I was great. I was grad. Grateful, gradful. Grateful? I was grateful to be alive. And, <laughs> okay. and I started saying, oh, I'm so lucky to be alive. Man, this is great. I'm alive. I got another day to cherish. And I kept saying that. And some people think that's cheesy so or lame or trite, but uh, I'm not going to let them do that to me. You're not taking this day away from me. It almost got taken away for a minute. And I cleared my head and I started saying, oh, man, this is great. I can do all these things today. I started thinking of all the possibilities instead of all of the things that weren't fun in my day oh my gosh that's so exciting yeah congratulations thank you i just kind of did it on my own and i wonder if other people do the same thing you know do you sit at work or stand at work or maybe you're at home one evening and you're like oh man this sucks and then you can't get out of it because i've been in those cycles a lot there's been many many years where i just sat there in misery like this sucks there's nothing fun here and then other people would commiserate with me, and we'd double down and triple down on the misery. And that uh, can really just snowball, as they say. Mm-hmm. But I feel a lot better having gratitude, like each day. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, only, there's only so much time left, and I want to really cherish it. And I think about the people who are dead that I loved who don't get to experience the day that I'm having a part of. And that motivates me a lot. And I right. drive myself when I didn't always used to feel that way based off of the memory of people that can't live and I can, it never really kicked in for me when I was younger. I didn't really get it or I didn't 
I wasn't able to make the connection between, hey, they're dead. I'm alive. I really should capitalize on these opportunities. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I can do it now. And I'm not really sure how or why, but it's happening. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. I mean, this is a pleasure. We are gifted this opportunity. It's so brief and it's fleeting and it'll be gone before you know it. So why would I want to wallow? I could wallow. It's easy to wallow. I don't want to wallow, though. I want to smile and say, thanks. This is cool, man. I'm glad I got to sit down with you or I got to talk to you. I got to do this podcast or I got to go on a walk. I got to eat a steak. Yeah. I got to sleep That's at so night cool. in 95 degree weather. I love it. Mm-hmm. And you got to wake up from that sleep. Yeah. Don't, a lot of people don't get. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing! Isn't that wasn't that part of your challenge? Isn't that your challenge for this week? Well, my challenge was not that exactly. It was about not letting. It was about turning a crappy attitude into a positive attitude, I guess. So it kind of was that, but it was more about the experience we had recently, where I was tired and not feeling well and didn't want to do what we were doing, and I was being snotty and short and snippy and. I haven't really been like that much at all in a while. No. And no. and then you're like, you know, maybe you should try to like change. That should be your seven day challenge. You try to change your attitude when <laughs> things aren't going the way you want them to. So it was about changing your purview when things aren't going the way that you would like them to. Doing something you don't want to do initially. So, yeah, I guess there's a relationship there. Yeah. I think that's kind of like, that's what ends up happening, right? Like that's what life's all about is that all these little seeds get planted. And then eventually, like when we say, oh, I don't know where it came from or I don't know why it had, it's come like just subtly. So all these like little, and maybe like the podcast, and then you just listen to three weeks of people that have like done amazing things with their life, despite, you know, all the excuses in the world. Mm -hmm. And so maybe like just all of those like little seeds have been planted in your brain. Johnny Appleseed. So Me. yeah, that is super exciting. Welcome. I actually I started the um on Be the Hugger. I started uh on July first. Was it July first? I think July first. Oh the A to Z gratitude challenge. And so every day we've been saying what we're grateful for that starts with a different letter. It, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going really, really well. I'm having people that are, yeah, they're doing it and they're doing it in their own way. They're either doing it like with the template that I leave them or they're just messaging me privately or they're, I'm noticing it's on their, they're not even tagging me, but like they're, they're putting it on their, their posts and stuff. It's so cool. Like it's, it's a big ripple effect. Ooh, yeah, I love ripple effects. And if you don't know, Leanne is making huge waves right now with her Be The Hugger. Check it out on Instagram. She's the hugger. She's trying to hug everybody. <laughs> and she's trying to do it without giving you COVID. So she's got great <laughs> ideas. And she's connecting with other people who yeah. are trying to hug the rest of the world. Because hugs are good. Hugs are a positive. They bring positive emotion. It's an embrace. It's a physical dedication to someone that you make without saying a word. You don't have to say anything. You can just hug someone. If you don't mm-hmm. want to talk, just hug it out. And mm-hmm. I'm saving my first hug for when I get to finally see Leanne again. I haven't hugged anybody during this whole COVID mess. Aww. When I finally hug. So hugged. romantic. Yep. 
My first hug's going to be for you whenever we see each other again, whenever the border opens in 2021. So until then, <laughs> we're going to do the best we can here. We're making do. We're trying to be positive. We're not trying to be fake, though. We're not trying to be cheesy and lame and not genuine. No, we're naturally cheesy and lame. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's a great tagline. We should put that on our, uh, it's like our slogan for the podcast. I love it. Naturally cheesy and lame. Yeah. You'll love these two kooky kids. They're naturally cheesy and lame. <laughs> well, Leanne, this has been the first day of the rest of our lives. How's it feel? Mm-hmm. It feels good. It feels really good. You ready to conquer tomorrow? Today? Right now. Right yeah. now. Right here, right now. Watching the world wake up from history. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's that's a great, yeah, that's a great line for right now. If you mm-hmm. want to talk about anything we discussed in today's show, please email us. I told you, Leanne loves an email. Make her day. Come on. No. She just wants to write you back. She doesn't even care what you say. She just wants to write you back so you know <laughs> that she cares about you. Yeah, uh, she does care what you write. But I'm just saying she wants to engage with you and get the conversation started. I feel the same way, but I just know that people don't write emails anymore. I don't know how people can. Yeah. If you want to DM us, DM us. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, DMing us, it makes me just as happy. It really does. Yeah, and this was part of it. Like, um, the, the whole thing is, is that we need, like, without you guys, I know people say that, without you, we'd be nothing. But truly, like, without your feedback, None of this is going to happen and we're not going to like, we're just, we're not going to do it or do it the way that it is. Everything is an iteration because of your feedback. And so this not having a guest on today was part of, we did get a DM from somebody on Instagram. And, um, I think it was after one of our lives, we had talked about it and said, you know, how are you liking the guests? And this is a new thing for us. Are you enjoying that? And blah, blah, blah. And so we got a message from somebody that just said, hey, I'm really enjoying your guest, but I do miss the back and forth between just you and Mike. So and then it, it was very, very simple. And but we take it to heart and we're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just do that. We'll just, you know, put the guests on hold. Do And we'll not put them on hold, but like we'll just do one without the guests. I think and then we understand. We'll pack it up. Yeah. So it's just that's it. And the challenge, it was the same thing. People needed it. So we did it. And then the same thing with the mastermind. So um, it all happens because of you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank Don't you get the for book all club. of your engagement. The book club, yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Like we could do the show without you, but we're not going to grow without you. It's like we'll learn point. from each yes. other, but we yeah, won't grow. Point. We won't grow enough unless we can. By connecting with others, we get to grow, and you get to grow too. So you get to learn from us, and we get to learn from you. And the engagement creates connectivity, which leads to growth. And it just is this endless intertwining web of connectivity, growth, and expansion of new opportunities, new learning opportunities, new emotional experiences, new knowledge. Sounds Mm -hmm. like fun. I want that to be something that happens. If you have any criticisms of the show, suggestions, please email us. Send them to Mike. Send them right in to me immediately. I can handle it. We can handle it. If there's something you'd like to hear more of, uh, less of, we're willing. We're not going to kowtow and just do whatever you want, but we certainly like right. to know. You know, it's like when I was a teacher, we had student surveys at the end of every semester, and everybody mm-hmm. always used to hate that time of the year because the students got to write out these surveys about all of their teachers, and they could say whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. And teachers usually dread that because teenagers are 
You know, they could be cruel, but they could also be honest. And if you decide to stop making it about yourself and not take it personally and learn from the experience, mm-hmm. you can develop. Oh. So, amen. That's kind of what we think when we put these uh, little queries out. Query. Yeah, query is mm-hmm. a good word. These are queries we have, and we just want to know. Inquiring minds would like to know. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. Absolutely. Yeah, we're done. This has been the first day of the rest of our lives podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Michael Govier, and she is Leanne Hullo. And you can find us first day pod, first day pod, first day pod, first day pod at protonmail.com. And then all of your favorite social medias that you love to waste the day away on. We're there. We're ready for you. And you can catch us live on Instagram Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Pop on. Ask us a question. We'll respond live in real time. And you could like tell us to do stuff, say make out or something. Well, we can't make out because we're not in the same room. No. We would if you wanted yeah. to, but that's not going to happen. No, we probably would not. No, I would. Probably. Sure, why not? I'm not, not afraid to express my love for you. No, it's very nice. Ah, I see. I put you in a corner when I put it that way. Yeah, because I also know who your friends are and I love your friends. But now I'm like, oh man, what are they going to make us do? None of our friends like- <laughs> listen to this podcast. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh. No, it's not because they're just, they're just not. Eric is a good friend of ours. He listens to the podcast. And oh, yeah. Two Eric's that are a good friend of ours listen to this podcast. So thank you, Eric. And thank you, Eric, yeah. for listening to the show. Yeah. And thank you, Rhonda, for listening to the show. And thank you, Jenny. Yeah. And thank you, Sierra. And thank you, everybody else that listens to the show. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, we have a new listener, actually, from Guelph. She's the one that did the... She created the hug glove. Oh. And yeah, and she... You know, I'm not great with like promoting our podcast i'm really i need to get better at it but i at some point must have put it on my stories on be the hugger i think i did actually when the episode came out i was like hey guys go on over there if you want to do it um but she just told me actually last night she was like hey i listened to the episode with maha i have so much in common with her oh my gosh and then she wrote me like this whole thing about how much she had in common with her, how everything that she listened to, she really needed to kind of get her back on track and how the pandemic kind of like derailed some of her like goals and stuff or her weight and all that kind of stuff. And um, the podcast changed that. So. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Hug love. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. (laughs) We appreciate you listening. We hope you listen more. Amazing. And if you have any suggestions or questions or positive negative feedback we're willing to read everything you got for us please send it in this has been the first day of the rest of our lives podcast thank you for listening bye